everybody. Welcome back to another exciting Bachelor recap edition of The Vile Files. I'm your host, Nick, joined by Allie and Amanda. Ladies, how are you? Team is back. We're back. Feels good. In the studio. Reunited. Uh, fantastic episode ahead for you uh, with special guest, Elise Gilfoyle. Yes. Hello. Welcome. How is everyone? So good. Good. Uh, Elise, you come from us. Come from us. <laughs> God, it's off to a good start. You come, come from, from us. Come from I us. only come from you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're well known in the uh, I, wait, wait, TikTok community. I, I mean, guess not really, to be honest. But I, that is where I came from. You were referred to me by people I trust and know. I love that uh, as being wildly entertaining, hysterical, oh funny, God. and also a bachelor fan. I am a bachelor fan. Yes. And yeah. uh, and so. Yeah, thanks for having me. I feel like I'm we being decided pumped. to have you on. She has a bevy of notes. I have so many notes, guys. I we bought- always appreciate when our guests come in with notes. It's not required, and I'm not trying to put pressure on future guests. But when you when you come in with a pay like no, that's no. These that's- literally don't end. Like, there's actually six pages of notes because <laughs> I, I was just writing, and this episode was kind of insane, chaotic. Yeah. So I just wanted to kind of get it all down. You know what I'm saying? Well, she has notes. Mm-hmm. So I'm prepped. Uh, get ready for some detailed <laughs> some breakdown. Uh, what should we, should we, is there things to discuss, Allie? Some hot goss, some tea. Um, you know, we can do a little sprinkle. Uh, you know, we discussed Cassidy's little private friend story. That was very anti-Clayton saying F Clayton. She did release. So wait, that, what do you mean? That was a private friend story. That was meant for just her close friends on Instagram. So how did the entire internet find out? They about screen it? recorded it, just her, as you her, screen recorded oh, the screen that's recording. So scary. Someone her, who she thinks is a close friend, clo- oh. is not a close mm-hmm. friend. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And she said that in the post. She said she addresses the leaked videos and said they were never meant to be shared publicly, and that someone she viewed as a friend screen recorded them and sent them to like a gossip site. And then she said in the story, in those videos, I'm being intentionally overdramatic and satirical. The people who know me in real life get that, but I totally understand why people who've never met me would be like WTF. It's like me doing anything wrong. Being like, I was overly satirical. I'm sorry <laughs> yeah, about well, that. that. That was, do we believe? <laughs> I also, I'm like, can people learn what satire is? Like, I don't think people understand what satire is. I think they just use it as a catch-all excuse whenever they, like, make something mm-hmm. off-kilter. Like, being like, I was joking. It was I, satire. I think I know what satire is, but I don't know if I could define it. Are you, could you enlighten the audience? I think, okay. Okay, Spoke so this soon. is my unofficial definition, but I think it is. <laughs> Allie, quick Google. Yeah, Allie's like, I have the word Let's see how far, how far Amanda is from the. I think satire is a form of comedy that intentionally exaggerates specific elements for yeah. a comedic effect and commentary. Yeah. So I think it needs to be like, it needs to have a specific point of view and the exaggeration like needs to be Burning in Love of that. did The Bachelor. It was a show. It was a mm-hmm. show called Burning Love and they basically, a bunch of comedians in LA uh, did. And that's right. That would be yeah, satire. Exactly. Because yeah. it's like, yeah, it's like taking something of the form and then like deliberately, deliberately heightening it or making a big so deal that, out of this it. This would not be satire. Well, I think no. it's like, what's think so. what's your take, girly? Well, also, like I, I saw the video. It was intense. There was some rage behind those eyes. There might have been 
No, there weren't tears, I don't think. No. I also wonder how angry. you find out who the close friend is that betrayed you. Like, do you post another one and you're like, who, like how do you find that out? That would be another sus. good point. Someone I thought it was a friend. She sounds like she was speaking about someone specifically. Mm-hmm. I would also But there is argue, no way though, to know. There's close friend story, but then there's just not posting it at all. You, you took that risk by putting it up there. And I still have to wonder, like, why? I, you couldn't just text your close friends at that point and express your frustration? I think it was intentional. I think she, she is backtracking and making up. Of, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I think it's just kind of careless because also that's the same thing as like if you have three close girlfriends that you could maybe tell that to you might just like text them about it or send a voice memo Mm -hmm. voice memo come on that's like a huge tool we should be using that instead of our close friends also don't when you're like if it's whether it's satire or you're just putting a little I'm gonna do a bit you know I'm gonna do a little bit about my time on The Bachelor you kind of you know, you give like a look or something. There's like a expression yeah. when you're doing comedy of some kind. Yeah, you make a joke usually. She also yeah. dragged... She ended with, fuck you, Clinton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so satirical. It's that's so like, silly. That's so satirical. Oh. Like, I don't understand that that portion. But. If you knew me, you would know that I was joking. <laughs> I'm literally telling <laughs> jokes. I'm joking. Yeah, uh, yeah I don't... I don't uh, my original theory still stands. I think she... Uh, was hoping to low-key accuse uh, Clayton of indirectly slut-shaming her by, you know, sending her home and keeping the girl who was engaged, Sally. It didn't land. Mm -hmm. And uh, now she's backtracking after probably being, well, because this came out prior to her exit. So she got yelled at by Warner Brothers. And then she, no one, picked up on her like no but Clayton like he like he 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 made me feel bad for having sex that's he also, judged me that's such a funny way to use slut shaming to be like anytime someone makes me feel guilty for having sex or doing stuff mm-hmm. I shouldn't be doing being like slut shaming like I was slut shamed for cheating on my boyfriend no, she didn't yeah. say <laughs> slut shame so to be clear okay she did not say this but it was you're going to send me home for fucking a guy mm-hmm. when you kept someone who was engaged. Like the implication is you're judging me just because I had sex. So she did not say that. It just sounded like she was kind of, you know, sometimes we people put things on the internet and you're yeah. kind of hoping people catch on and run with it and be like, that's, you know, you're right. So he and sucks. so, and it didn't land. Maybe that was what she was referring to as satire. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, um, will she be back on Paradise? 100%. I hope so. Pass I don't to think, the end, Shanae. I think, I don't know. I I, I get the obvious, that's why I ask, because the obvious is, oh, of course, she's, but it, it might be too, it just might be too much for them, mm-hmm. the show. You know, it's like, she did this thing, she posted something she shouldn't have posted, she's almost too reckless. They're not going to be without people wanting to be on the beach and willing to cause drama. Like, I, who would have thought we would have got it from Piper and Brandon? You know what I'm saying? Like, I think she probably would have gone on, but now this thing happened, and now I, I don't know. Yeah, I can see the franchises being like, you know what, we're 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 done. We're we don't actually, want you to spoil good. any more shows. We're good, girl. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What else, Ellie? Well, Susie, you know, a lot of people's front runners for Clayton's heart. Uh, What's up, with Susie? Did update 
her followers, all of us who are interested in her, that she signed a lease in Virginia Beach. But we know from our previous hot goss that Clayton recently moved to Arizona. So does that mean? Oh, no. No. Is she throwing us off? (laughs) She's so sneaky. (laughs) She is so sneaky. Such satire. Is it? Did she say a year lease? Did she specify the length of the lease? I want to see the contract. Yeah, <laughs> post a photo. Post it. Cassidy would. Uh, <laughs> that w- that that's a bit of information. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who knows? We'll keep uh, our eye on it. It's certainly like, boy, if they are engaged, sucks. Ugh. Not a good sign. She's like, you know what? I'm just I'm gonna start a new life here, and you, you start can a new come life if you want there. And we'll just see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Well, we're focusing on hot oh. goss at the moment. But like after this episode, like Rachel wins. Obviously. Obviously. Oh my gosh. She's the most stunning person I've ever she seen. She is the wife twinkle in her eyes. Oh, those two. Like, she was just, created by well, those a factory. Two, those two together. There was a, it was a, I think it was a solid episode for Clayton. Mm-hmm. He really, he really, you, you, well, Allie doesn't agree. I mean, he I mean, put, uh, listen, put Shanae up on a bar, so. Hot. Fine. And also, he was mentally exhausted from, <laughs> from Elizabeth like, and Shanae arguing. But I'm just saying, I thought he was very endearing and and very present with someone he truly likes, Rachel. And I think that's where you can really try to, you know, critique Clayton, the, the lover. You know, the mm-hmm. how is he going to be? What type of partner he would be? with someone he's truly honed in on and clearly that's Rachel. And I thought, anyway, we'll get into that. Yeah. But I thought it was a, a good episode. No, but yeah, true. so with the Susie signing a lease and after watching this episode, Rachel, Susie does not win. But she's probably the next Bachelorette. Yeah. 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 That's what a lot That'd of people say. She's She has the look. And I think right now, Bachelor Nation, and by Bachelor Nation, I mean like ABC and Warner Brothers, they're like, we don't care what anyone says. We're going back yeah. to our roots. Yeah. Yes. We're going to do it how we used to do it. Yeah. And uh, and she's very like Hannah Brown, mm-hmm. look cute. Yeah. She, she has, she just has the look. Yeah. What else we got? You asked last week uh, if Claire and Taddy Daddy were still together because they'd been a little quiet. They are oh, good. living their best lives. And Claire did like an Instagram post that might be directed towards Sir Dale because the post said, a safe man comes into your life and loves you correctly. No sneaky stuff. No half love. <laughs> no extra females. No inconsistency. Just you and you only, sis. Why do I feel like she is a Pinterest board of these quotes? Right? <laughs> Like she, you know, when you go, you're like down bad after a breakup and you search on one of those like inspirational sites and then you just post that kind of stuff on your story. I'm, I'm, un- I'm unfortunately getting that vibe from this situation. Yeah. Do we think? Claire's very present in her feelings, which yeah. is a great quality mm-hmm. sometimes. But do we think that means there was another woman involved? Dale was not. I, I think if, if she doesn't end up with Taddy Daddy, there'll be some other Pinterest quote about yeah. <laughs> Taddy Daddy. You know, this is kind of my point. She's present in her feelings. So right now, Taddy Daddy can do no wrong, just like Dale was truly the greatest. She knew Dale was amazing. She knew it was, she could not be wrong. Yeah. And you know, who knows what Dale did or didn't do, you know? And then there was, there's making up and breaking up and back and forth and take, yeah, I mean, come on. Now yeah. he's with the model. 
we're know. all moving on. And you know, Claire Dale came out with this movie. That means he must be acting with you know. It's yeah. she's yeah. kind of playing into like the common tropes of bachelor nation sometimes, but I'm glad she's still with uh, Daddy, 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 and uh, we wish them all the best. If I hope that she's not referring to Dale because not a good sign for her and Taddy Daddy. Mm-mm. You know, Mm-mm. kind of has that rebound energy. Yeah. But we don't know. Well, and that's similar to our episode last week when we were talking about, you know, paying attention to how people talk about their exes mm-hmm. because if you break up, that's how they're going to talk about you. Read me the quote again. A safe man comes into your life and loves you correctly. No sneaky stuff, no half love, no extra females, no inconsistency. Just you and you only. That's a, a lot of stuff about your past when trying to talk about your present. The amazing app that's saving relationships across this great globe. I'm talking about Relish, and I'm talking about an app that is helping couples, you know, do the maintenance. It's, it's something that Natalie and I love to play. Uh, we went to the beach with uh, Jeff yesterday, popped open the old uh, Relish app because it just kind of gives you like questions to ask each other. It's a way to check in. I think often in the most healthiest relationships, we can kind of get into our routines and forget to ask, oh, how was your day? Was your day good? Oh, that's cool. All right. Sounds good. And then you tell like some dramatic story about something happened at work and then that's it. So if you ever maybe feel distant from your husband or wife or boyfriend or girlfriend, if you've ever wanted to just feel a little bit closer to them and wanted to connect more and feel more loved, uh, Relish can help you get there. It's not therapy. It's the maintenance that you could do, especially if you maybe your, your partner's reluctant to go to therapy. Well, play tell me you want to play a game they have quizzes different exercises and games all grounded in relationship science that have been proven to help couples feel more connected you can check in each week to see how you're progressing and how you feel if you need to they even have a relationship experts that you can connect with on demand, uh, coaches. Relish is offering our listeners 50% off their relationship subscription. Go to hellorelish.com slash V-I-A-L-L to receive 50% off today. That's hellorelish.com slash V-I-A-L-L. Get the best sleep of your life and do it with Helix Sleep. That's right. I... I've talked about Helix Sleep on my podcast forever. My mattress from Helix Sleep is the first time that I have had a mattress where, where if I don't sleep on my mattress and I finally get back home, like if I'm traveling, there is such a difference between the comfort of my Helix Sleep mattress and literally anything else I've ever slept on. And I used to, I used to think of myself as someone who could like sleep on anything. And I didn't, then I realized I just never had a Helix mattress. They have mattresses for all different types of sleepers, slide sleepers, stomach sleepers, back sleepers. You can go on their website, take a quick quiz. They will match uh, the mattress and model to what's perfect for how you sleep. Here's the thing though. Helix, super affordable. And you can get it right now. Just go to, it's even more affordable when you get it you can because you can get two hundred dollars off now and two free pillows just go to helixsleep.com slash v-i-a-l-l take their two minute sleep quiz and they will match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life they have a 10-year warranty and you get to try it out for a hundred nights risk-free they'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it but you will helix is offering up to two hundred dollars off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash V-I-A-L-L. That is helixsleep.com slash V-I-A-L-L for up to $200 off and two free pillows. If I were dating someone who said that, I would be like, sounds like you, you're putting a lot on me. 
To be fair, yeah. though, she didn't write that, nor did she post it. She it's just it. something she liked. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think that's it's always like something to remember, that. too, because yeah. oh, she's just scrolling. Yeah. Okay. Maybe so sees she liked it. it. Yeah. Okay. And is like, well, yeah. These were not Claire's words. Okay. But very different. <laughs> yeah. That's very different. Yeah. Yeah. She could have been supporting a friend. Could have yeah. nothing to do with her. Amanda's not buying it. <laughs> I just think that's funny that she would be supporting a friend. That Liking was, that. Being that like, mm-hmm. like, like up and coming in the vague breakup content on Instagram. Yeah. And it's entirely possible. It's like you, know? you write any like just like basic sentence about a relationship and slap like sis or girl on yeah. the end. Mm-hmm. And it will be like, yes, thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, what else? Uh, and then just a final kind of recap of another thing we talked about last week that Matt and Rachel were at Nima Colon and yeah. his mom was there and people were thinking, oh, it's where they met. His mom is there. Maybe engagement. We've not seen anything that is like engagement or ring or anything like that. But they did do a Q&A. Rachel did on her Instagram and someone asked a question about getting engaged and she said that she would answer it at the end of like the Q&A. She never yeah. actually answered it. And then there was a question of, I don't I think someone asked Matt or both of them if they were, viewed each other as the one. I did. And see Matt that. like confirmed mm-hmm. that Rachel was the one. I was like watching those yeah. so closely because also there's a lot of like body language where you're like, am I the one? And yeah. your boyfriend's like, what are you? Why are you asking me that? And like these were and he was like, so he's like, why are you even asking me that? Of course. And yeah. I was like, oh, okay. I, I seem that. very happy. And some tea that also comes with a little plug for our show is that Rachel Lindsay dropped her new book. She is going to be coming on the show to discuss it. That will be airing next week to go over everything. But some stuff about your season, Nicholas, that mm. you might want to, you know, dive That's into. Right. Rachel, with Rachel will her. be coming on next week to discuss her book. Mm-hmm. What are what are some things? Yeah, she had some comments about Vanessa. She had some comments about Raven. Um, she said that Vanessa accused Rachel of bullying her during your season. Uh, oh, that's and true because. Rachel's relationship with you posed a threat to Vanessa. Uh, Apparently, Rachel and Vanessa did have a conversation that was not aired regarding this. And Rachel wanted it to air um, because she thinks if it was, she said, if it it was aired unedited, the audience would have seen that Rachel is not a bully. Mm -hmm. But the producers didn't want to air it and told her that they would, quote unquote, turn on her. So it left, stayed on the cutting room floor. Yeah, and I remember, Vanessa, I remember it happening. It was right. Yeah. It was right around the time where I was sending uh, Jasmine home, and I remember them like they were. I was just like, "What the fuck's going on?" Yeah, and I was just like, "Because I, I, I remember. I very specifically on mine and Vanessa's first date when we were flying and throwing up mm-hmm. and, and kissing her right after the act. So beautiful. You know, when, you know love is love." Um, <laughs> And I very much at that moment was like, I'm probably going to pick this person. And, you know, and and that was a very unique date because you, we were very much off mic. We didn't, we weren't mic'd and we're cameras on us because we were on this plane and had all these other rules that superseded some of the bachelor filming rules. So we really were like alone. So I could kind of like whisper anything I wanted to her, Mm -hmm. you know, but, and I wanted to like, use this time to, you know, really like whatever I wanted to say. And I didn't want to tell her I was going to pick her because it was still early. And, 
that could that could get her even more worked up because yeah. how do I know I'm trusting this guy? How does he? Know, how do I know he's not saying this to everyone else? You know, there's you can really fuck with someone's psyche by saying, oh, by the way, don't worry, it's like week three, but I'm gonna pick you. And I just said, I just, I know this is gonna sound cryptic, but just trust me. And lay low, just lay low, just. Don't be involved with anything. Just fly under the radar and trust me. And I, I said that to her like, I don't know how many times. It was like my, just lay low. Yeah. And she did not lay low. And Some every of these time- these gals on Clayton season could use that. Every no. time she was not laying low, I was always like, Vanessa, fuck, what are you doing? <laughs> fuck, in my head. And uh, yeah, so I, and you know, her and Rachel just, Butted heads, and uh, I remember them fighting in the you know, over off to mm-hmm. the side. And um, I don't, I wasn't there, so I can't confirm uh, who would have looked good or who would have looked bad. I do know that I would, I wanted Vanessa to be protected, so I do know that they were protecting her. My understanding, they were also protecting Rachel. I, 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 I believe that Rachel believes that, and she very well might be right, right. But I've also talked to Vanessa and her point of view about that story. And I think Vanessa has since reached out to Rachel and apologized. Rachel did say Vanessa contacted her years later and they spoke for over an hour. Yeah. So I I have no idea what that conversation was about. But I don't know if... Usually in those... when When that happens and they air it, even unedited, people take sides. Yeah. And I just... It's also... You have the winner and the future bachelorette. So it's, that's what I'm saying. I think the show said, I think at the end of the day, there, neither of these people we want to ultimately look good are going to leave on, unscarred or, you know, Mm -hmm. there's going to be some shrapnel, if you will, or whatever. Like, and we, we would rather not. So Mm -hmm. they didn't. Mm -hmm. Um, But Rachel, you know, feels, feels differently. And I again, I was I didn't hear it, but I do very much remember that fight. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, uh, and Vanessa definitely said that. Well, the only other thing I think we'll ask we'll ask oh, uh, yeah. Rachel about it when she's here. Yeah, and another comment that she made about your season specifically was um, her relationship with Raven. They've kind of like had a rocky, tumultuous relationship. She said that Raven initially, like at the beginning of the season wrote down her first impressions of all the girls in the house and then read from that journal to everyone like weeks later, further into the process. And her like description of Rachel was seems nice, has black skin. And Rachel, yeah, that was also part of the book, Hmm. which is a very, yeah. And Rachel had commented, you know, I wasn't trying to jump on her too fast because she was from Arkansas. Like she understood, like understood, Potentially cultural differences. Yeah, I mean, it's a, certainly a weird statement. Mm-hmm. I do know that well. They may not be friends now, and the problem is, is I've I've heard the reason why they're not friends uh, from both sides, uh, which is interesting. Secrets. And uh, I do know that while they were filming, they were thick as thieves. That's what. Mm. Obviously, this is just buzz in the or, community. Or I, don't but know, people, I don't know where that yeah. saying comes from, so I don't know the roots. But they were yeah. very close. They were the be- yeah. they were the close from 
from an outsider and like as Clayton's kind of mentioned, you know, I think last week he tweeted about like, oh, I never knew like Sinead was like this yeah. or whatever. And yes, the bachelor is often kept in the dark, but you can observe things. And the closest relationship I saw in the house was Rachel and Raven mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. I noticed as an outsider point of view. Like there are lots of friends and people, but those two were. Mm-hmm. And I think that's been some of the commentary going around of clearly they were even, you know, staying in touch after the show. Like that wasn't oh, yeah. a quote unquote breaking point. And while that might have, you know, added to other tensions that popped up, I think a lot of people are speculating there's got to be something else that happened right. because yeah. they stayed close. Yeah. That has nothing to do with that. Which is, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's a weird thing to say, no doubt. But they became close friends after that, it sounds like. Mm. So I don't know. We'll, we'll ask, hear. We'll hear more from Rachel. We'll herself. ask uh, Rachel why it's in there. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get to the episode. Yeah. Oh Lord. All right, notes. Okay, guys. So I'll just go ahead and list these off. <laughs> uh, well, we open up with. Uh, well, I, I yeah, the it's a, like a rose ceremony. It's a cocktail party. Clayton comes in. He is distraught. He is stressed out. Because two women he has no interest in are fighting, and he needs to get to the bottom of it. And Poor so guy. It, I mean, it's like a mini two on one, without yeah. having a two on one. It's too early for a two on one to to have a whole date be dedicated to these two. But we're gonna, you know what the you know what the best thing to do. And hey, we we started doing the mediation. Maybe Clayton. <laughs> it was it was Clayton trying to do mediation, mediation. but yet he just sat there in the middle of the well they just yelled at each other i was dying because he they're speaking about shrimp so much <laughs> and he's so zoned out i thought he was going to be like when when uh, elizabeth was like does this sound like bullying to you i thought he was going to be like sorry i missed like what's going on he was i don't even know if he was listening to them but the poor guy, I mean, I would zone did out you, too. Did you kind of imagine like a thought bubble of just all different types of ways to eat shrimp? Yeah. Like Clayton mm-hmm. was just fantasizing about shrimp in general. They could have used like the zoomed in shots of the shrimp later, just like in his head. It was so scary. If it was paradise, there would have been thought bubbles of Clayton <laughs> thinking about shrimp while those two were arguing. Oh, it was such a, I felt so but bad for Elizabeth. Because he's our bachelor, we can't, we can't do that. Mm-mm. Yeah, it was a tough situation for Elizabeth. Is there anything that you would have done differently or that like, do you have any insight on like how you would have tried to get out of that situation if you were her? No, I would have dealt with it so much worse than she did. Like she was so nice and I don't even, I kept being like, she's so stuck because she was like, okay, Clayton. I I also love whenever like, they get picked up to go talk to him and it's about something serious. And he's like, can I talk to you guys? And they're always like, absolutely, absolutely. And then they go sit down. I'm like, I don't know what else she could have done. Cause she was like, okay, this is what happened. She's talking like so sweetly to him. I was shocked like with how it went down. The most confusing thing for me though was she was in the hot tub for all the shrimp things. And she was saying she wasn't. Yep. See, Natalie, I didn't know. Natalie, I couldn't remember that. That was something Natalie I caught. did point that yeah. out when, when, when we were watching. I didn't remember, but Natalie has an amazing memory. And she's like, actually, she was in the hot tub. I can what see we saw. the back of her head. Mm. It's like clipped up. She was in the corner of the hot tub and Shanae brought the shrimp and she kind of just like completely goes through and like of, took a sip. None of that really matters. Because But why semantics. would she say she's not in the hot tub? Well, that is weird. It is weird. I... 
because this is what we do on the show. We just we just throw out alternative <laughs> theories. It's not that I don't think Elizabeth has handled it very well. And it's mm-hmm. not that I don't feel bad that her entire stint on The Bachelor was cannibalized by this drama mm-hmm. with Shanae. But it's the most airtime she was ever going to get because we do know now that Clayton had absolutely no interest in her. Because yeah. if he did, she would have been on the show. And, and I think there, there is like, Shanae might be all these things. And whatever those things you want to say, maybe it's white wine. Maybe it's just, I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's wanting to be on TV. Maybe she's still completely self-aware. Maybe it's just, maybe she's emotionally immature to be on the show. I don't know what it is. We're, we're not, uh, I'm not saying any of, I mean, it's great TV, but I'm not defending her behavior. But there is no doubt, as we talked about last week, that she feels like she's an outsider mm-hmm. and she is being like, I don't think she's lying when she's saying you're ignoring me. Like the women yeah. are ignoring her. It's we've talked about this every season. It's very high school. It's very mean girls energy, mean boys when it's the bachelorette, whatever you want to call it. But like, it is that. And when you are on the outside of that click, it sucks. And I believe like Shanae 100% feels like she is being bullied. I, you know, and what is bullying, you know? And it's such a, you know, we just literally talked about, it's such a, uh, with Vanessa and, and Rachel, is that uh, you're in this high school atmosphere. Emotions are wildly, like, yeah. heightened. Sleep is low. Sleep is Sleep low. Sleep is low. Alcohol is high. Uh, and And people have a way of kind of, being catty and being dismissive and talking behind your back or talking through walls or whatever. And that would drive anyone nuts. Yeah. And, and someone like Shanae, who, you know, maybe, maybe she's not as emotionally as mature as other people in life. I don't know. Maybe she is drinking too much white wine and maybe she's handling it all poorly. But it, it's just, something does seem a little off with, why you know the house you know what i'm saying and with elizabeth lying like not and i will i i respect shanae in the sense that she she was like you were in that fucking hot tub and i'm you know it's just like you could tell that shanae was like i know you fucking were Mm -hmm. and you're you're lying and i think shanae is just holding on to any truth that she knows like because she knows like she's She's just being ganged up on. Yeah. And whether she deserves it or not, you can't argue that she isn't being ganged up on. Right? Yeah. I think it was just crazy too because then all the girls later, like I obviously think Shanae is being a little crazy. I mean, she is being ganged up on, but then when you see her in the ITMs being like, I got it. I want, you know, they always show that and you're like, all right. Yeah. I just don't trust those. Yeah, true. I did see one too where she was like, I feel like I'm winning. And I'm thinking a producer could have asked her like, do you feel like you're losing or winning right now? That, yeah, or like that, during a, a group date a, where there's like anything. a competition. Yeah. They could have been playing a game <laughs> totally. of paper, rock, scissors. Yeah. You know, so we don't really know. Also the, uh, she called me fat comment. <gasps> Oof. I rewound that three was, or four times. It was fake, not big. Fake. It was fake. It was fake. Mm-hmm. But it sounded like big. Like the way it, so I think she heard big. What actually, I rewound it a bunch of times. Natalie heard fake. 
I heard, I heard fake first and then I rewound it. And I honestly was like, I don't know, it was like spraying too much cologne or perfume and you don't know what you're smelling. But like, it looked like her words didn't match. 100%. And oh. it almost sounded like big and looked like her words said fake. Yeah. I mean, it, her mouth Her said mouth fake. and the word didn't add up. I heard fake. And what makes sense? I heard sense. fake for What sure. makes sense is that, because big doesn't even make sense. You're a big girl. Fake. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> but it would make sense that Shanae said fake and Elizabeth either heard or chose to hear fat. Fat, fake, starts with an F. And this mm. is how the, the house goes. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So Elizabeth, I know we are all like team Elizabeth. Oh, blah, blah, blah. She's such a queen and how <laughs> polished and whatever the fuck. But she, Shanae did not say fat. Uh-huh. I also did feel bad later then because all the girls were amounting it to like shrimp conversation. Like they were like, why are we fighting about shrimp? And Shanae was trying to say, all I'm saying was that she was in the hot tub. Like, can you guys at least acknowledge that? And then they were like, why is there all this hot tub talk? Oh my gosh. And would just walk away. And that would make yeah. me frustrated. Yeah. Shanae was using the shrimp as a saying, listen, all we were doing, we were hanging out. I was trying to be cool with you guys and you guys were fucking ignoring me. I was trying to be nice and you guys made me feel like an outsider. That's what she was trying to say. Do we think it's a little bit different though, knowing that this behavior is contextualized with like Shanae being someone who has like proven that when she feels like disrespected or like there's conflict with people, like she will handle that in an incredibly vocal and confrontational way. And so I think it's a little bit different for people to be like mean girling from the start versus saying like, yeah, a conversation sure. with this girl is kind of a liability on me. Yeah. And so like, how do, how do they, what are they supposed to do in terms of managing that like distance, like not being nice enough that she's going to gleam onto them? Because remember, that's what Elizabeth did at first was that she like was pleasant to Shanae and then Shanae thought they were friends and then freaked out when that behavior changed. Yeah, I mean, that's the atmosphere that they're in. Um, and yeah, like, it's not like, oh, I'm, I'm not suggesting there's this big conspiracy theory against mm -hmm. Shanae and that Shanae is like this helpless innocent. Shanae gate. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like- I, I'm not suggesting that. She's clearly not help. Like at best, she's not helping herself. Yeah. Right. And at worst, she's definitely playing a very serious role in how things are going for her. But I, I, I don't think you know, it's the atmosphere. It's, you know, I, I think, you know, the, the Elizabeth not being honest or misremembering the hot tub and then accusing Shanae to the other women of saying she was fat when she didn't say that. Or maybe she wanted to hear, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's, those are some, those are some red flags in the potentially team Shanae that it's not just, she's not, because like, point, doesn't Shanae, like, let's just be real. We don't know Shanae. We haven't met her. She looks fucking insane. What we're watching, she looks insane. Yeah. Can we agree on that? Like, she drinks mimosas at night. It's a TV show. <laughs> Very strange. That. Problematic. Mimosas and Problematic. So, I noted that. <laughs> so they're, they, they, have, they, they do a psych tech, their test. They're not even allowed to cast people who are clinically insane. She's coming across that way. I don't think she is. So what, what is causing this to happen? You know what I'm saying? I it's think like the that's, house I'm dynamic is like very scary because 
of course, I totally agree that like from the beginning, there's been mean girl behavior. So I'm like, okay, she's probably a little, you know, she's wound up, whatever. But it was, it speaks volumes that when Elizabeth left and the girls kept talking about it and talking about her and Shanae was like, all right, I don't want to talk about it anymore, which again would be obviously frustrating on both sides. But I was like, can these girls stop talking about it? Because that kind of did show me a little yeah. bit that they're still kind of the group date. continuing yeah. it. They won the, so, the game and they decided to invest their entire time to like take Shanae down. How in, I at that when Shanae showed up and Clayton is hoisting her on the bar, I was in that moment I was kind of team Shanae. <laughs> I, I don't know. I kept going back and forth because she is obviously being I mean, because there are some ITMs where you're like, okay, no. She's obviously a little off her rocker. She she likes this fight in the moment. But then it's like when I keep seeing the girls continue to talk about it, they're like, I think we need to like let him know. I'm like, God, why don't we just drop like, it? Or you need to like tackle her on the football. They were try- They were literally trying to Well, that was beat a scary game. I would the- be like- And she was like, oh, I didn't know you're not supposed to tackle a girl with a ball. This one, who was the girl? I think that was Sierra. That was Sierra. Sierra. Sierra's was like- so beautiful. Oh my gosh. Oh, stunning. That body glitter though. Also oh. good tackler without, and they were just like, she's just, it, it just, it, it's, it, it crossed the line of, Fine. If if Shanae's this kind of crazy liability, let's just let her dig her own grave. Yeah. Why are the women so invested in Shanae? I think because they're worried about themselves. Yeah. I think the way yeah. that the women perceive this was that Elizabeth didn't do anything and then was like, Shanae picked her. And so I think all of them are worried that they're going to be next. And so they're behaving in a way being like, we just need to get rid of Shanae because I don't want to be the next person yeah. who gets caught up in this drama yeah. and ignoring the way that like that mentality is only feeding the Shanae's perception of like, I'm being bullied. Everyone's against me. And then therefore she's more likely to pick another person mm-hmm. as a target. I think from an outside perspective, you we've seen the show 10 billion times. If you're a student of the show, you know that like speaking to him about another girl is always like friend zoning yourself, blah, blah, blah. But I think be, I can't imagine being in that environment. And so they might feel like threatened by her because they don't know what her time, but we're watching it and we're like, she's not talking about you guys. But I would imagine being boxed in like that. You might get stressed out having someone like Shanae there. Yeah. And I mean, they're good at making a show. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a great experience. Um, you know, for example, the whole cocktail. <laughs> they, the producers aren't helping their <laughs> bachelor because, like, they Clayton comes in. Guys, I was just I'm sorry. I couldn't possibly handle participating in a cocktail party and allow myself in this very limited time to talk to women. I'm in, interested in getting to know. Because these two other women, one of which I'm going to send home, uh, are fighting. And I'm mentally exhausted. Is that just, true? Because I feel like every Bachelor and Bachelorette is like, I am emotionally spent. I need to go home. But I'm like, are you? Well, they are. I mean, being the lead is, um, it's truly, yeah. an, um, it's psychological torture. It's, it's really hard. It, and, and I don't doubt he's physically and emotionally tired. It is not because of those two women. And I'm willing to bet (laughs) that uh, Clayton would have been more than happy to talk to Teddy and Rachel and some of these other women. But when you cancel things and you let the people in the house know that uh, they're not going to get time Mm -hmm. and 
the people in the house will decide, will want to blame someone, even though there's no one to blame. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was just a decision that was made outside of, you know, Clayton. And then they blame him. And then they start fighting. And then you're right, Amanda, that, you know, it's beautiful that Elizabeth goes home because you can then worry about, you know, how much, what how, does this, does Clayton like her? Is like, what's going on? I don't know. I don't can't know anymore. possibly. And I will say, when, when he gave Shanae the rose, I was like, okay. Because I thought she was going home. I really, I really I thought was either both of them would go home because he'd do like oh, the dramas Elizabeth. too much. I was really shocked that Shanae stayed and I was like, <laughs> for good TV, I was like, oh boy. But when Shanae crashed the group date, you're, he's at that point in the season where you get nervous night one. You don't know what to do. Women are kissing, you kiss them back. You know, you're nervous. You don't know anyone. We're into like week four. He, he has his favorites. He has people he's quite frankly just not interested at all. Like at, there's, there's, I know these are all wonderful women mm -hmm. and they're, they're going to be a great partner to some lucky person, whoever they want to love. But like everyone's into someone and people are turned off by people. And there are women in this house that, Clayton is just flat out not interested in. I don't know who they are, but it's just, that's how it is every season. You're just like, I'm not, uh, you know, just like, like I'm sure Michelle wasn't remotely into Peter, Peter, you know, in the pizza. She Love was him. probably turned off by him, you know? And Clayton seemed pretty into Shanae. I, I, having been in Clayton's position, I, I expected Clayton to look like trying to avoid kissing her you know, mm -hmm. do like she comes in for a kiss and, you know, kind of like with Cassie, like kind of kisses her on the head, you know, or, or forehead or something like an awkward, like, oh, thanks for coming. I get back to the women. But like, yeah, Clayton was very present, hoisted her up on the bar, had a nice steamy little makeout. And he, he even, didn't have to do that. He even like redacted kind of like his initial hesitation or apologized for it later in their conversation. He was like, I'm sorry. I was a bit yeah. surprised. And then was like, gung-ho, let's make out. I think he's into Shanae more he than I. He full-on apologized. Yeah. He's like, oh, my mistake. I was yeah. like, Sorry, I was happening? a bit surprised. Yeah. I, I, uh, am I the only one who thinks maybe he's, I mean, clearly he's, he's physically attracted yeah. to her. But then he else. acted like a ghost came in when she did show up, which might've just been surprise. But I just can't figure it out because if any man reacted to seeing me like that, I would decease myself. I don't, I don't even understand how you could recover from that. I don't know if Shanae is full of self-awareness. God, I wish I was more like, <laughs> like overly aware. It's just right over the top with her. Uh, yeah, he's, in, he's at least physically, which would physically attract her, which would make sense why he was tweeting stuff about like, oh, I'm so surprised. He, it almost came across as defensive. Yeah. Because like, otherwise you'd just be like, yeah, whatever. I, didn't, you know. I also think there's two explanations. Like one of them is being like, oh, if she's being bullied. I want to do everything I can to show a lot of affection to mm -hmm. make sure that like I can give her as much confidence as possible and get her in a good headspace. The other thing is like Clayton strikes me as the kind of guy who likes a woman who's like little wild, little sparky, like kind of wild card. 
Because he's like so like, I think he's very like calm and genuine and easygoing. But you can tell that like he has a side of him where he likes a little bit more like fire. Exactly. Yeah, maybe. I mean, whatever it is, I she is not just there for the drama. I guess my point is that there are other women Clayton is less interested in than Shanae. And I I was under the impression that Shanae and Clayton had no real chemistry. And crashing that group date seemed like, I don't think he's going to pick her. And I'm not saying like, she's not like on Teddy or Rachel or, or Sarah, Sarah or Susie's level, but he's into her. If Clayton ran into Shanae at a bar and uh, they'd be chatting in the Midwest, they'd be going home together. And she would be driving. (laughs) (laughs) Why would she be driving? I don't know. I just feel like she'd be the one being like, let's go. Yeah. She drove her car. I hope she's she's not. She'd be cheats to the wind. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, Clayton's whispering, he'll never dim her light. Interesting phrase. You rolled your eyes. That made me nauseous. I laughed. But then I was just like, wait. Isn't that, is that sweet? Maybe that's sweet. It is sweet. But I laughed when he said it. The fact that my immediate reaction was nausea <laughs> is more on me. It is a yeah, sweet line. It is, right? I felt a little bad because I laughed. I audibly laughed. And I'm like, <laughs> well, maybe I'm being hard. Like, that is a sweet thing to do. It's a sweet date. And That date was like out of a storybook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well, we're talking. Other than showing up at a random person's backyard on True. horseback. Honestly, those guys look like the impractical jokers. I, and I was so confused who they were. I was so envy- like, I love a good barbecue. And those ribs looked amazing. Stunning. And the bourbon glaze. Are we kidding? It looked amazing. You and can never have too much. That's definitely the type of date you have with someone you want to pick. Yeah. Because it's yeah. just normal. It's normal. You're hanging out. You're... Strangers or not, they seem like friendly people. They probably had time talking to them before they were filming and get a little bit familiar with. And you're cooking out and you get to see someone in their element. And and she's like- Making coleslaw. Making coleslaw. Like, and you can just, you picture, you picture your future with someone like you're bungee jumping. Yeah. I also think it's important, not as like a test that seems too negative, but seeing someone interact with strangers or other people in like a social gathering- is really important because you never yeah. want to feel like you have to be the liaison or you have to constantly be next to them. So seeing someone be good on their own, social on their own, and you can operate as like two independent well, people, yeah, I think sure. is great. Yeah. That whole date, I was like, oh, this is like wife material date because she was chatting and that woman, I also, I just love, yeah, that woman's like, so like, how's it going with Clayton? I'm like, who are you? And then he's like, I love being with friends and family, nothing like a Saturday afternoon. And I'm like, these are strangers. I, they seemed lovely. But um, she was like totally hitting it off with everyone too. And I think there's nothing worse than taking someone to a family gathering and being like, have to like exactly. shadow them. Yeah. And she, yeah. they seemed great. They seemed great. Also the, uh, the embrace, the, the bachelor jump, whatever. Yeah. Was different. You know, when you, when you, when you have your favorite. Yeah. It, it's really hard to, if if it let's if Rachel is from night one has been Clayton's favorite mm-hmm. and and he was like, you know what, I, I also like uh Teddy and, and and Susie seems nice, but like Rachel. I'm I've never yeah. met a girl like Rachel. There's I it it watching that embrace, I immediately felt like they they haven't been showing all the moments between those two. 
because I haven't really seen any moments between those two other than like her putting her, her, her legs on. Yeah. You know, like whatever. They're, they've been saving it, it seems like. And because that was a, an embrace. That was an embrace yeah. like I've, I truly have missed you. This has been like Clayton. This has been hard. Like I, 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 I could see myself in Clayton in that moment, like with Vanessa at the time where it's just like, this has been hard. Yeah. This is, you know, I'm, I'm talking to all these people I don't really know and don't really like, and some of them are really nice, but I'm not connecting with them. And today's the day I get to feel like yeah. I can actually fall for someone because I want to fall for you. That's what that hug like felt like to me. Where it's just like, because he really held on and she held on to him. And it was, it was kind of a sweet thing. And, and I was like, right right before that date started, I saw that. I was like, oh, Rachel wins. Just, just seeing that. I think the date was huge for her too. Cause she's obviously, I mean, I'm glad that he asked like, why are you still single? Cause she literally looks like a princess and she has like an amazing job. And she seems so sweet. He prefaced it very odd but um only because it was like why are you still single what'd you do wrong something wrong with you break down the trauma there for me (laughs) yeah yeah what's your attachment style i feel like though she it seemed like not had been on the fence about him but obviously she has so much going for her and i think that that date by the end of it she really seemed like she was like super i think that just locked it in which i mean i they had such good like quality time together, not like bungee jumping, which I think is. Yeah. And the authenticity factor on the date was so high. Yeah. And uh, I really liked the con- the content. You know, she's a pilot. Obviously, that is a, a historically male dominated mm-hmm. field. So you don't really hear a lot about women pilots. Certainly a lot more now these days. But yeah, it's historically been very dominated by male. She, men, She's to- she told her story about her ex-boyfriend. Clayton handled it as well as anyone could, what you would expect. Like why, you know, and that's yeah. why the, is I, we all like recognize that was our problem when we kind of laughed or felt cringe by, I won't dim your light. But what a sweet <laughs> thing to say to someone who, yeah. who felt that. I mean, I think, I think it's just cool because she is someone that's obviously like beautiful and she is so like, you know, has really just established her career as like a huge part of her life. And I think that, I mean, I'm sure Clayton was kind of, feeling that way too, where he's like, how are you? Whatever. But she's so, I don't know, self-assured and like confident in herself that it's, I don't know. It's really, it's cool. Yeah. I like and her. also all of the little like moments they were showing on the horseback ride, like when he was like, is there anything you do that's not hot? Like they showed so like, many little lines no. oh. that was like, this is wifey. He's, he's obsessed with He's it. really into her. Yeah. yeah. He, he, it's, it's cute because he really feels lucky that she's there. It was, it's, it was a really sweet day. And I love... I don't know. She, yeah, she seems very confident in herself and the horseback riding into a random park. And he was like, this is an everyday Saturday. And I just, the whole thing, I don't know. She, I feel like she made him feel really comfortable too. My question to the group though, because my memory is failing me, have we seen Rachel in some of those really dramatic end of the season teasers though? When he says- It doesn't matter. Oh. I feel like I've seen yes. her in somewhere like her. tropical looking or like am, Europe or something. I'm also pretty confident. And again, they could have thrown me off. But like in the the clip where it seemed to be him revealing that he'd hooked up with two of them and said, I love you to all three of them. I'm pretty confident it was Rachel. Good. I was also getting secondhand like like anxiety watching their perfect date and knowing that later on he's like, I have been intimate 
with all three of you or two of you or whatever. <laughs> At least which, you're, you're reading my mind. Literally, I was like, oh God, don't do it to this girl. Yeah. Like, just why? Thank you. You're, you're a pro. I was literally about <laughs> to seen say, a lot of the show. this begs the question. All I, that's what I, that's, so my, that was my thought watching the state. Oh my God, he's obsessed with Rachel. It's clearly Rachel. It reminded me of how like focused I was in on Vanessa when I was filming, you know, my season. And then I just thought about the, I was the guy so had worried sex with for two her. people. And I'm just thinking, who else are you going to be this invested in and this focused on? And not that there aren't other beautiful women that mm-hmm. I'm sure like Clayton would have the hots for and in the right circumstances like hook up with and, yeah. and, and like, and I don't doubt all that. But yeah, if you're Rachel and you're watching this date and you're just like, wow, we had such an amazing connection there. And all these things you told me, and then all the things we didn't get to see that I'm sure happened, you know, off camera. And I bet there was a lot of downtime on that picnic date where they're just kind of hanging out. There was definitely producers probably came and said, let's just hang out and chill. And I bet, I guarantee you, because Rachel is one of his front runners, that's, they, they will find time to give you a little bit more time and, you know, keep yeah. morale high, keep morale, you know, and so it's like, we got it. We got a great episode, good content. You gave us a lot. Just hang out. Like, don't tell her you're going to pick her. Yeah. Don't like say any crazy shit, but just yeah. hang out. You know, and I bet they let him do that. And and Rachel's just gonna I'm be like, so "What the fuck?" We're all of them too. I mean, we'll see how the other one-on-one dates go. But so I don't know. We're a sex positive team yeah. here on this show. We, if you want to have sex, have sex with whoever you want. Do you? However, <laughs> I'm so scared. It just where do we where do we like you can be sex positive, but if you, as, as people who have been in relationships and, and, and monogamous relationships and, and we like, Hey, I want to date you. Can we yeah. like not hook up with other people? And I get, this is the bachelor. Where do we draw the line between like, and I went by line. I mean, what we think personally we would be capable of handling with not like right or wrong and yeah. condemning or whatever, but just put, try to put yourself in that world of opening up, connecting, feeling like, because I guarantee you, Rachel, she is thinking, I am so far ahead of these women. Like there is no way he could be looking at someone else the way he's looking at me. He wouldn't say, I know I'm on The Bachelor, whatever. Like I know like, oh, he has to like date other girls, but like he, there's no way he's doing that. And then how much would you be okay with like, them hooking up with two people and then get engaged. Like, you know, sex. And then I get like, you you know, you're empowered. And if when it's the bachelorette, do what do you? Mm-hmm. And like, where do you draw the line between what you are personally capable of accepting as, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this thing. I'm going to get engaged to this essential stranger solely based off of the connection I believe that we've built in these short period of time. Yeah. And would any of you be able to uh, overcome that? Uh, I think that would be really hard for me personally. Like, I think that obviously you do you and, but I would imagine, and I'm sure every woman, you know, feels this way when you get down to the end, that if you know it's me and if you've made that, if you've made that abundantly clear to me, which I'm sure if they have fantasy suites and he can tell her, you know, whatever, 
Or even if he doesn't tell her. Or yeah, it would be really. Diff- I think it would be hard for me to come back from that because yeah. I'd be like, really, you had to with because, her too. Yeah, because without without ever specifically telling Vanessa, I tried to in every other possible way just be like, mm-hmm, like trust me, mm-hmm, you know. And I I didn't sleep with anyone else. Yeah, and it was a very stressful fantasy suite week trying to navigate going to a fantasy suite with two other women. Mm-hmm who had an expectation of doing more. Yeah. And me trying to not do that and not yeah. doing it all while waking up the next morning with them still thinking I could pick them. An impossible thing and yeah. honestly one of the worst weeks of my <laughs> weeks of my life. But I did it because of how I yeah. I was just like I want to make this work with Vanessa. I don't know if he will, but like I I know I'm going to pick her, so I can't. I'm not going to use this opportunity. You don't want to. You don't want to lose them. Yeah. I mean, that would be my biggest thing. Is like, especially if I was like the Bachelorette. I don't know if you have your person. You don't want to lose them by doing something like that. But I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's a thing that's happened a lot on the show where women are fine with that, or you know, are like, all right, this is the environment we're in. But I don't know how. I mean, I don't know they've ever been fine with it. I mean, it's all. No one's been happy about it. Um. Yeah, I guess it just depends on like if the only way you're going to be happy is if you have to feel like they chose you very early and they kept you the whole time. Yeah. Like I think if you're someone who is genuinely, and I don't know how feasible this is, but is genuinely like, this is a competition. I get that there's a lot of different people here and it's going to take them a while to make their choice. Then there's a way of being like, okay, even if I'm not crazy about this, you did your due diligence. Like you really like you did for both people. You really saw like how far this could go. You're a value evaluating your connection and relationship on many different levels, including on a sexual one. And if you're, I think if you make that person feel incredibly chosen after the fact and leave no doubt in their mind, that's the only way that it's maybe okay. But that's a lot of ifs. It's, it's, it is, there is a lot of ifs because we also don't know, like, again, the stuff he's saying to Mm -hmm. these people that we're not seeing. Um, And the, and the hard part, we've always seen it, right? You know, the story that you are. Yeah. I always knew. Yeah. I always knew. Yeah. And the person you pick wants to know yeah. that they always knew. In mm-hmm. fact, sometimes the lead will say that not to appease like People Magazine, whoever the fuck. It's because they've had these really weird talks and they're like, listen, I, I always knew it was you. Yeah. I was the bachelor. I was a bachelorette. I, but I always knew. And, and there's a lot of truth to that. Yeah. In fact, like, again, I'm just keep going back. Like, I oh I kind of always knew it was Vanessa. Yeah, there was things I had. To, I I still had to make out with people. I still had to be the bachelor. Mm-hmm. I still formed connections with Rachel and Raven. I still like grew to really care for them as people mm-hmm. because that was, but like I had my boundary. Yeah, I was just like, there's things I have to do, and yeah. there's things I don't have to do, and totally. the things I don't have to do, I am not going to do. Yeah, and that's the big question. And so the hard part of being the lead is it's almost impossible to not step in it. It's almost impossible to not say something that the person you pick goes, wait, wait, that doesn't compute. What do you mean? I would, it would be was, if it was always me, show. then why did you fucking do that? And if, you know, so yeah. was it always me or did you not know until the last moment? Either way, I'm kind of pissed right now. Yeah. And, and that's basically almost every <laughs> conversation between the engagement and AFR oh. uh, if they sleep with more than one person. Well, especially with Clayton, who's had a history of going so out of his way to make people feel special yeah. in the moment. He's going to really get himself in trouble. 
is really going to get you in trouble after the fact. Mm-hmm. And he, it's with the best of intentions. And he's such an earnest guy. But Whoever it's... Clayton picked is like, why the fuck did you post Shanae up on the bar like that? Yeah. And make up? It's a good chance she's Unless not friends with Shanae, Shanae. guys. Unless he picked Shanae. <laughs> she would be huge. <laughs> the blonde I saw in the final three? Shanae. Shanae. Not Rachel. <laughs> Shanae. It's, uh, I was, right I was thinking about that too. It was the... And if we're thinking about it, imagine what Rachel's thinking about if he, in fact, picked her. Yeah. I just think in general, like, it's got to be a little bit haunting, even if it's not to the extent that Clayton's doing it of, like, saying I love you and having sex with multiple women. Like, just watching him have a moment of, like, really genuine connection makeout with someone who's not you. would be tough. tough. Doozy. Yeah. It's tough to do. That would be hard for me. Well, Rachel, if you are listening and you did win, Congratulations, Congratulations. <laughs> Now you really have it all. Uh, I mean, despite all that, I really like those two together. And I, I like really, them. I really, it made me like Clayton more. It, I really liked how he, he seemed like with someone he cares about, he will be a very caring yeah. and, and, and good partner. He also and, lit up when she said she like wants to be a mom and have a family and all that stuff. And that's, I think he's like, ding, 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 because he wants that a lot. He also, I thought it was important to note that he coined himself the nickname Country Clay, which was upsetting, but we can move <laughs> fast. <laughs> I felt like as soon as he said that, he realized that he maybe… Like, I'm on camera. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. And what but, I want to give, because we've been hard on Clayton. Again, we've already <laughs> said that we we recognize it was on us, but… I think saying dimming your light while they were dancing, there's things people say because it sounds nice. And there's things you say because you really mean it. Mm -hmm. And in that moment, Clayton saying that in that moment felt like he really wanted her to know that all the stuff he said at dinner wasn't just him giving her reassurance. Saying the right thing or being nice. That like, yeah, he's mic'd and yeah, he knows he's mic'd, but he whispered in an ear because even though we heard it, he wanted that to be between him and her. And to me, that felt very genuine. Yeah. And I, and did, I mean, I, I, I joke about it because it sounds silly, but I think honestly, it does speak a lot about him because if you would look at him and see how he's been on the season thus far, I know like I've given him a lot of shit for just being like, totally, you're killing it. Excited to attack the week. Love what I'm seeing out of you. All that stuff. And um, so I do think this was a moment where you're like, oh no, he's capable of having that really sweet emotional yeah. side too. And as much as it did give me pause, it was a very sweet line. Yeah. Yeah, we have to we have to recognize the goodness, the good in, the in Clayton. And it was, uh, I thought, a, a good moment. So then we get that football was the last date. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, uh, it's a great date. I mean, I, I props to the Bachelor production. I, I, I quite enjoyed the intro uh, montage. It was very sweet. I saw. Um, the, the oh, reference back it. to old episodes and nostalgia to it. The Bachelor Bowl. Yeah. Bachelor Bowl. Yeah, some it. people got their like moment and like hist- the history of the show. It's really beautiful. Yeah. As a football fan, I uh, I liked the, uh, you know, and then you got Jesse Palmer hosting who's also calling college football. I liked the cross marketing. Um, do, doing quite well. Uh, yeah, anyway, I, I do think uh, I felt bad for, sh- I thought the, I want. I wanted Shanae to uh, like win the game. I know that wasn't going to happen. Did they all... use the whole field? No. Like that's no. And also, or I would imagine even if you know the basics of football, they must have been like given a rundown. Because I feel like I 
you know, watch football, understand it. But like, if I had to play, I was worried about that. I was like, this is going to be an absolute shit show. And they're like it actually like tackling each other. Oh, it was a mess. And like the throwing, I was like, that'd be me. I'd be like, boo. And it would like hit the ground. It seemed like it was, I mean, it, but because it, it seemed like they almost like had an attempt at like having linemen and blocking. Yeah, it was like, I wouldn't know my position. Like, you know, and they definitely stacked it. Like they, they, because when they play those games, like, you know, like the volleyball day, like they were never gonna, we were, we already knew they were not gonna send both teams home. That wasn't uh, on me. Uh, whatever. But when they do do that and they don't know who's going to win, but they will, like, they clearly, sta- they had an Olympian. Yep. Yeah, it's like whoever you put Marlena with, it's like those are the people you want to see at the second she, position. She's she so track and field. Yeah. So if you she's combine, track and field if Olympia. you combine Marlena's sprinting to the end zone and Sierra's hatred of Shanae yes. with her tackles, dream team done. I mean, Marlena could have outperformed most of the men on the batch. I mean, she's an Olympian mm-hmm. track and field athlete. She came Not in like with the I right was good in high too. school or college, which would probably still be very athletic. An Olympian. You can tell too, like she was hyping them up in the right way too. Mm-hmm. And I love that she was like, I'm an Olympian. <laughs> she was like, yeah. I'm an Olympian. Like we're actually good to go. I so, was like, yeah. she was amazing. Um, yeah, I know. Uh, I, I thought the tackling of Shanae was a deliberate and cruel. I was so scared of all of it. but Also like they really like, I mean, Teddy had like a real, they had some like really wound, some serious injuries. wounds. Also like kind of shitty. Of the producers to do that. All these women will be wearing dresses and bathing suits the rest of the season. They have these like giant raspberries. Like they're gonna, <laughs> in two weeks, Teddy's gonna have this giant scab. Yeah, when on her Teddy knee. showed that, was it on her knee or? Yeah, yeah. it's like it the worst place to have it because you start bending your knee after it scabs and it's yeah. just oh my gosh. breaking and it's, it's gonna be there for when. It was so scary. Yeah, it was like home. bright red too. She put some heavy neosporin on that. I just shit. thought it was funny that Shanae on the date approaches Clayton and is like, I got injured or whatever. And Teddy doesn't even comment about it. Shows up to the cocktail party looking amazing with this giant thing on her knee. And is yeah. like, oh, that? Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. She, t- I like t- her. T- Teddy's great. She's poised and... Uh, Not at all manipulative. <laughs> <laughs> In that moment, she was being manipulative. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, Can I just say, justice for Jill... I, the architectural Ooh. historian who got who has had no time with Clayton. Okay, she I know. does she not look and give you the mannerisms of Ka- Catherine Lowe? Yeah, the way she like okay, talks yeah. and not really. What I, do you mean by justice for Jill? Also, uh, I just thought like you know if they they had the architectural historian on one team and the Olympian on the other, you knew who was going home. Yeah, but I bet I bet Jill contributed a lot to the football game. We didn't see her because nobody cares about her arc on the show. But <laughs> I think she is. When I say justice for Jill, I mean that I just think she's got personality. Yeah. I think there's something very cool about her and the way she talks and she's very like honest and direct. And I'm like, I want to hear your take on everything. And I think you're a great hang and I want you to have time with Clayton. I feel bad for her too because yeah, they keep just showing her saying that she has no time and she hasn't. I don't even know if she's probably had like one conversation with him on their, on the first night. And then I guess that- Oh, she probably truly has had- no time. Like zero, because yeah. the cocktail but, party gets canceled. She the, wasn't on a group date one week. Like, But the fact that she is the most expressive about not getting the time is why she is still there. Yeah. Because she's, other other women are probably just like, doesn't like me. Yeah, she seems really cool. I just got Catherine Lowe vibes from her. I don't know why. What else we got in the notes? 
All right, let's see. I said, um, love the ladies on the state looking stunning. So much body diversity. Um, tackle football, dead at the intro. And then we had the group date portion, the night portion. And I just said, Sierra looks hot like 16 times on here. Um, and then Teddy broke down her trauma to Clayton about her past relationships or no, her, her family and her that, which I thought was like really opening up to him. And he replied, you keep doing you. So yeah, I, that's what I was about. I thought that his response was really weird and abrupt. Yeah. It was like the opposite of how he talks to Rachel. Yeah. I did note that. Yeah. But, I remember that being really weird. Cause Here. I was like, she, she opened up and was really, I don't know. I thought it was really interesting to hear like about her kind of being a people pleaser and how she had to like do that for her family and always be perfect. And I was like, man, that's like, yeah, that's, she sounds like she's really like done some work on herself too to figure that out. And he was like, you keep doing you. But again, editing, who knows? But I was like, oh God, that's not the Rachel response. It's possible. We didn't see everything he said. Yeah. I would like to think that had he said something charming, sweet, nice, empathetic, any of the above, <laughs> it would have made the edit. Right? Yeah. I don't think there's any. I think Teddy's days are numbered. I don't. I don't know. I think he. You think she's going to go by the way of Abigail? Mm. First impression, Rose. Yeah, I do actually. I I don't think it's going to be anytime soon, but I do think she's like. I wouldn't be surprised if she got like sent home right before hometowns. Uh, wow. I wonder. I feel I, like she's. I'm tend, I tend to be wrong with all of my predictions. <laughs> no, is what I should. I say. know. Me too. I'm always like top three, Shanae. It's a. <laughs> it is entirely possible. I'm basing that solely off of. Clayton's response because it's a weird response. He seems yeah. like, I mean, when you are, when you are in Clayton's position, again, you truly are just so, he's, this is one of the harder stages of that role because he's, he's physically exhausted mm-hmm. because he is going to bed at three, four in the morning, waking up at seven or eight. He's not getting good sleep, let alone much sleep at all. And, He's starting to evolve, you know, have feelings, worrying about what they, the, the women he likes thinks of, of him, all while still like having group dates with 13 women yeah, and having 13 conversations and then dealing with this drama, which he's like, A, maybe not even interested in B, maybe not even capable of like mediating. I don't know. So he truly is tired. So it's really easy to kind of check out with people you're not like super, well, you just don't, care as much so it could have been a weak moment or maybe he's not caring about Teddy their connection definitely from the beginning I was like oh my gosh like they are so connected and so I definitely think like that seems to have dimmed out a little bit the light there has dimmed out (laughs) and but I do think that he also might just be I don't know, trying to like learn how to respond to like a a bunch of different women are probably also telling things that aren't being shown about their family history or whatever. So I I will give him that. Like, I feel like, I don't know if you're tired. Sometimes you'd be like. Yeah, it's it's impossible. It was just like, he he could be tired because up until that moment, I just assumed, all right, first impression rose. You're still seeing glimpses of Teddy, right? And they're still showing conversations between Clayton and Teddy, and that is significant because it's still early. Teddy's going to, you assume that, and Abigail never got hers. Like the the winner sometimes often doesn't get, and I'm not saying Teddy's going to win. I don't think she's going to win, but like it's pretty normal. Like the first, there's six, how many one-on-ones have there been? Four. Susie, 
Susie, Sarah, Sarah Rachel. 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 And we know Serene is getting one. Serene. Serene. She hasn't gotten there. But she hasn't All right, gotten there. So, Time better get the next yeah. one or two because after after six, it's possible for someone to get a second one on one. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. Did they not get? They didn't get a one on one. Teddy and him. Teddy has not got a one on one. Oh, I yet. thought they had just maybe because mm-hmm. the first night they like connected. But you're so still quickly. seeing because like if you go back, Abigail. Do we? I don't remember seeing a lot of Abigail moments between Matt James and Abigail. No, not a they ton. made a sign the first episode and then literally never did it. It would have been so easy to show them doing the ear thing. That but was we saw such a cute yeah. thing from too. Adam, we, I think Abigail. a couple times, but like, but so we're still seeing Teddy. But yeah, not a lot. So not yeah, but it's still early. Not a lot. It's still there's still there's not many women you're seeing. We more haven't seen of. Rachel. Yeah, I mean, like uh, until this episode, I don't remember getting a lot of Rachel content. No, they do keep showing her in the morning without makeup, and again, I'm like stunning. Yeah. Stunning. It's such a flex. Um, so I, I still think Teddy's top three, but it, it's entirely possible she could fall flat. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know. I for all the reasons I said, uh, why she won't fall flat, I still think stand true is that she, she's not shy. She's clearly she's here. I'm. Gonna, she knows how to use her time wisely. Yeah. Uh, and Clayton was very complimentary of her. I think. I think, unfortunately for Clayton, it was just a really shitty, bad response. Probably him being exhausted and tired. Maybe not the most articulate guy. Yeah. And 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 more to do with that rather than his his waning interest in Teddy. Yeah. Oh wait, guys, this was back, but I needed to say this because when Elizabeth what back 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 when Elizabeth went home and then Gabby, I love Gabby like her voice and her everything. I'm like obsessed with. She's like this sucks. And she she said, justice like wasn't served. It's hard when evil wins. And I was like, I am obsessed with you. (laughs) I was dying over that. Just needed to... She gives me a big, the way she talks reminds me of Anna Ferris in House Bunny. Yes. Like where she's just like kind of has this like fun, raspy voice. She has such a sexy voice and she just seems to be like, and then when she gets sad, she gives me like childlike energy so that I'm confused because she still has like, a raspy, sexy voice. She is like, I'm obsessed with her. When she said that, I was like, noted. Gabby? Gabby. Gabby's the uh, comic relief. She is. Really like that girl. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Evil might be slightly overstating Sinead. Evil one. <laughs> Love it. it. Sounds like very Harry Potter. Love it. <laughs> yeah. I need a little justice for Sinead a little bit. I just... You really right. Sinead. No, I just... You no know, one... No one else feels bad. I do a little bit, but I also, I can see both sides. But I do feel like, I don't know, with them, them like talking about it when she was in the room, which I wanted to ask, like, how does that work? Because they obviously have a camera in her while she takes a nap. Actually, yeah, and we need to talk about that. What did you get? Well, before I say, what did you think about that? Again, it's confusing because there's like a camera in her room. So I was like a little, I'm like, she's taking a nap. But then they're being so loud, which was very bold. Um, and again, I was like, okay, sucks that Elizabeth left because I really liked her. I didn't think she did anything wrong. But now it's kind of done. And I do feel bad that they're like, my biggest fear in life is people talking about me behind my back. And these girls were like going off. Yeah. Is that kind of, I think that's a, a top fear for everyone. But I also I mean, I know, like, maybe speaking said in something. public and dying is up there, but being kidnapped. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But like, people talking behind your back is it's not fun. Real, real ugh, sucks. 
And but once you, I think I'm glad you brought it up. As we're on a podcast talking yeah. about people. <laughs> <laughs> what is this industry if not <laughs> there's an upfront expectation <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah on the show once you realize and I'm glad you said it that we're watching Shanae napping and we're wa- there's two cameras in that room we got two different angles yeah uh, so at that then I'm then I'm immediately like once you kind of have that self-awareness of like well how are we seeing this yeah. oh oh well it's all it's all very staged it felt mm-hmm. like and then it made me wonder, like, I'm, then it's then then it was just like, on what level is Shanae just like fully, like we're, and that's kind of a big question I've had of Shanae. Like, she's clearly playing into this. She's she she's not she's not crazy, like technically, right? So she must know that grabbing the trophy and throwing it and Iconic. crashing a party is is she's gonna get. She knows she's gonna be a villain, right? Like, she must know. And fine, she's choosing to be like, whatever, I'm going to be, this is going to be my arc. I'm going for it. I'm leaning in. Yeah. And so then that, then I feel less bad, but it, it, it all seemed very state. Like, so hot, because how do you do that? Right. I was wondering if they, they would ask the girls, like, what do you guys, same thing with like, when they're all there in the morning sipping coffee and they're like talking about the show and you're like, all right. And I kind of felt like was someone there prompting these girls at the same time someone's on the other side of the room like so filming Shanae? They have girl chats. They call them girl chats or guy chats. So that's, the, you know, when you're sitting around yeah. doing nothing while Clayton's off dating either the group date yeah, or especially on the one-on-one dates when most of the house is just hanging out while Clayton is having a one-on-one. That's when they like, they have conversations. They call them girl chats or guy chats, you know? And, mm-hmm. just, and it's a lot of prompts of like, so what do you think they're doing? Do you think he's falling in love? Do you think she'll go home? All those things. Yeah, yeah. And so certainly, yes, they were having a girl chat in this other room. And knowing, they must have known that the walls were thin. And so, right? Because yeah. this whole thing was all set up. They had cameramen in Shanae's room they must have even told Sinead. They're probably talking shit about you. I don't. I don't know. But like, they don't just have camera people. Yeah. In these rooms all the time. I was like, are they just filming her sleep? Like, you know. Like, so night. like, it. They're. I, I. I was trying to figure out how how produced was this moment versus because the oh Sinead taking what didn't happen is Sinead wasn't taking a nap and coincidentally heard these girls just talking about her through a wall. That, yeah. Like that wasn't like an organic moment. Clearly there was some production behind it. Yeah. But to how much, I don't know. Most likely they had been talking shit before. She heard them probably told the producer and they probably were like, well, we should, that's mean. Yeah. That sucks. We should catch them talking shit about you. And I don't then, know. It would suck to be those girls then, too if that was like prompted that. a little bit. I don't know. I mean, what do you mean? Like if they were like, it's still kind of annoying that Shanae is here and Elizabeth isn't. I just feel like, I mean, would they do that? Would a producer be like, I just feel like, I don't know, maybe she's not here for the right reasons, and then have sure. the girls just talking shit? Sure. So it's like I don't know. They just ask I don't questions. know what to think because well, there are plenty of times in that world where, you know, a producer might be like, hey, you know, what do you think of so and so, and and. But the hoping, whole- hoping they talk shit and then, you know, cast member be like, I don't know. I don't have a problem with them. I think it's fine. 
you know? The whole thing is obviously very staged. And so it's like, okay, what are they trying to do there? They're talking shit about Shanae. So then is sh- maybe Shanae would go and tell Clayton they're still talking about me or whatever. So I was kind of like, all right, I don't really- Th- These women, that's the thing. And, I, and that, this is where like, I don't blame producers because they clearly love talking shit about Shanae. They don't like her. I don't think there's a lot of coercion going on. Like they were willing to cannibalize yeah. an entire date to focus on Shanae. Like this is, you know, there's no proverbial gun to the head. Like they are willing participants. And there's a reason why Rachel, Teddy, aren't in Susie on aren't in on it because they're when when they're asked about Shanae, they're just probably like, you know, she's doing the best she can, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And they're not bothering. And it's the same, you know, and and Sierra and some of the other women who are investing their time. Genevieve and her had some major, major beef. I said last week she was about to, to snap. Well, because Genevieve was the one that got really heated yeah. of whether it was about shrimp versus the hot tub and started was yelling. She like that. stood up and it's started yelling. I was dying. And I love how like when the girls are fighting, the other girls hold each other like they're like at a funeral or something. <laughs> they're all like... Just watching and like holding each other's knees. Oh, wait, we forgot. This is another thing. And you're welcome to disagree. <laughs> no, go but ahead. Elizabeth said <laughs> at, before she was eliminated, these are some of my best friends in the world. Yeah. I feel like that'd be me though. I'd be Honestly, like, same. I am literally obsessed with you guys. <laughs> yeah. Start sobbing. If someone like, hard and fast for friends, you really lock do. me in a room with strangers. I get it. And yes, that happens, but it was like funny. And I mean, that's why like she exaggerates. Hey, yeah. I just, what if she's not though? What if she actually, is I'm very sure they bonded. all will be tight. She's after. known her for two weeks. <laughs> she's and a 30. very intense experience. It's I me. understand. It's me. I, and I've done it. <laughs> Twice, so you made know, you made friends though. I did, and I and you do feel very close to them. You feel very. I'm not denying all that, but you're not. Yeah, you're not so these delusional that you go. The these the are some of my best friends in the yeah, world. Yeah, she's like in a bathroom, like best drunk friend from like, like childhood. And you're like, okay, let's. Yeah, I like, came on, on that show <laughs> with some very close friends. Yeah, and like, friends back home. Yeah, and if I, I, I and, and that was fully like they were still my close friends. People I called as soon as I got off the show, and like That's people so I was like, you know, when I was about to like, oh, I wonder if Annie's gonna pick me. I'm like, what are my friends gonna say? You know, like the, I had all these friends. And Elizabeth is like, no, these are some of my best friends. I mean, in it's the all world. over. They say over exaggerated. I think it's just the that whole environment. I mean, even a uh, totally different subject. But like when when Clayton's told Rachel that he was, um, he goes, I know everything happens for a reason, which is I would argue one of the most popular sayings in the world. Yeah, and she goes, not true. she goes, <laughs> <laughs> like she looked at him and goes, you too. I think that too. <laughs> I literally have always said that. And I was like, what is happening? That is such a statement we all say. I'm so confused. But like, I don't know. Everyone says these, I don't, it must be the whatever water mimosas they're all sipping there. Cause yeah, if it's, that was so, I forgot that she said that though. That's so funny. I'm not allowed to say hyperbolic because I said it a lot last season, but. I'm team Elizabeth. I feel like she might just need friends. She, yeah. I, she does seem so I think so she's nice. nice and lovely, but I don't know if she is as innocent <laughs> as she but wants just, you to believe. Okay, I think I have a very different take on this conflict 
because of the ADD, ADHD comment that Shanae made. I thought the way she handled that was so shitty. The way oh, she that, like, I forgot Elizabeth about that. was very 100%. like, I think that was a moment where I saw Elizabeth show like a lot of emotional maturity in the face of like getting attacked for something mm-hmm. that she's clearly had insecurity about. Shanae be like so disrespectful in the moment and then tell everyone about it after the fact and continue yeah. to sometimes mention it in ITMs. I, I, I totally so forgot like, about that's that. That's what, uh, usually I think I'd be more like, yeah, both kinds of sides. Yeah. But I think that because of that, I just feel very definitively like, I mean, that that, that can be true. And you're right. Absolutely. That, again, Shanae has, this is not like, she's doing a lot of wrong, regardless. Nick wears like an I heart Shanae shirt here today. (laughs) Regardless of what we think of Elizabeth or not, you know, whether she can do no wrong or she has done wrong. And that was insanely shitty. But that doesn't excuse, like, it's like saying you're suggesting that that Elizabeth could do no wrong, that any response or anything she did as a result of Shanae doing that would be justified. And I don't think that's true. Elizabeth did. I mean, I was I was like, man, she's handling it really well when, I mean, and again, we're like going back to that. But like when she, when they had the screaming match that led to her walking away and she's like, I am a lady and, and said that. And like, I was like, honestly, she's dealing with this in a very polite way. Cause at a certain point, you probably wouldn't know how it's going to get spun on you. And I feel like she is probably a student of the show. And she's like, I, yeah. yeah. And she's like, I, how did I get roped into this situation? And now I'm going to be a villain yeah. or yeah. I don't know. Yeah, like, do I think she's pitching a perfect game? Absolutely not. But she's getting, like, Shanae continually keeps <laughs> she's pulling gone. her back. Like, <laughs> well, why did she lie about the hot tub? Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun. I think, but I think that's Shanae's whole tactic is that instead of, like, actually focusing on the incredibly valid points all of them have to say against her, she's focusing on one tiny little, and again, it's, like, bad strategy for Elizabeth. Like, you can't give her that one thing to shift focus away from but still it's like no, that's no. such a tiny thing among them like why are we focusing on that one point Shanae has as opposed to the it's several that others that are BS it's, not, it's, not, it's just we're going back to like the being ostracized in the house is a tra- it's truly a traumatic feeling that uh, I think very few people can relate to and that's what's going on with Shanae and so I do offer her some grace when it comes to like her, and then she's being, she's giving, she's getting bad advice from people making a show. She's drinking alcohol. And I'm not, and that does not excuse the shitty thing she said to Elizabeth about the ADHD. But I do offer some grace in the fact that I don't think that justifies like the, you know, any type of negative treatment towards her that might be, you know, snowballing this behavior. If either of you were in the house, though, how would you, and like, let's say you're in the house, you're not in the crossfire, like, how would you behave towards Shanae at this stage? Well, how is Teddy and, and Rachel and, and Susie behaving towards Shanae? Probably they, just like nice, right? Yeah, like, I feel like just they're like neutral. neutral. Neutral, staying out of it, rolling their eyes, being thankful they're not a part of it. Yeah. You know? I'm sure they're, I mean, they all seem so nice too, the, like, especially those three girls. I feel like they're probably just being like, cordial to her. But I mean, it does like when, when she said she's like asking them, I mean, not about the shrimp, but kind of about the shrimp when she was like offering it to them. I'm sure probably they in that circumstance would be like, yeah, thanks. Like just normal, whatever. But I wonder, I mean, how the rest of them actually, I wish I could have like been a fly on the wall actually in that conversation and see if people were like, because I mean, who knows? That's the, that's like the worst kind of way of bullying is when like you do feel like no one's like talking to you, but I didn't get that vibe. So I don't know. I mean, 
I don't know how to define bullying, but technically you could argue, I think, that it happens every season. It's how the show is made. And <laughs> maybe not your, you know, crazy bullying, but there's a uh, psychological bullying going on. I every- would like to see Elizabeth like in paradise or something. I th- and I think that if, an- I, I think I that if people, it. and I'm, I hope Sinead will be there as well. The, the demon in me. If I'm Elizabeth, I wouldn't go. I don't think it'll go well for her. I don't know. She's, she's so nice. She's a lady. I feel like she probably has the narrative though of like, I never even got a chance. And so I wonder if she would go on Paradise to be like, when I just get a chance, it will all be okay. That's why I don't think I'll go well for her. Oh no. Because technically she's seen as the hero. Everyone, most people like are the team, martyr. The oh, martyr, yeah. Team Elizabeth. She will. She could come on with aggressive energy, feeling like something was stolen from her. Come in hot. Uh, I don't think it'll be bad. I don't think she's gonna be like some villain. I think it will. It could not. Will it, tarnish. Yeah, she's it, in a good spot in like the public eye right now, for sure. Yeah, yeah, she is. Uh, Elise, before we let you go, uh, give me your final four. Four. Okay. Teddy, Susie, Rachel. Susie, Teddy, Rachel. Who is the other one though who's like right up there? Oh, Sarah. Because Sarah gives me a little Victoria Fuller energy where she's like really stunning. So small. So mm-hmm. so so she seems like she might be like five one. I don't know. Um, but I, 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 yeah, I kind of see Victoria's her friend, she's great, but I think Sarah's a little bit more composed than well, Victoria. Well, I mean, like in the way of like I feel like uh back in like Victoria's Secret season, Victoria's Secret, um, Victoria's season, it's not like or whoever was the who was her um guy? Peter. Her, Peter, their connection was not like how Rachel's was, you know, like it was more like yeah. back and forth and whatever. I agree with Sarah. I mean, I think. I think that's like, there's a clear top so, four, right? Yeah. Think, you think Sarah will be in top four? I think. I mean, again, there's we don't know who's going to get the next. I mean, it, Serene's one on one could go very well. It could. I. Serene's I. I think. Uh, I, I could see the Serene get the old uh, send home. I was thinking mm-hmm. that because she, well, she also her name is so fit for her when she talks. She's like. I'm excited for my one-on-one. I'm like, I want her to be like on the Calm app for me. But I do, I do kind of get the vibe that she, just because we haven't, it's like the classic setup of like, we haven't really seen their connection and maybe there's going to be like bad music playing during their date. And then, I don't know. I could see it. Teddy swoops in, saves the day with another one-on-one. But I think that top four for sure. I definitely know like Susie, Rachel, Teddy, I don't know. Teddy doesn't get the next one-on-one. Amanda could be right. But I'm going to stick. I think that's my top four too. Who would be other options? That's the thing. For some reason, I still think Genevieve. She could be a dark horse. Like That's kind what of. I'm saying. She could be. The way she, they show her yelling in an elevator. That doesn't happen early on. True. That could have happened three weeks ago and they just didn't air the context and when it happened. That, that super tease. Uh, Genevieve, you. I feel like I would want to be my friend. She's like feisty. She, she I mean, she's bartender a bartender in energy. LA. Bartender yeah. energy. She's like, what can I get you? <laughs> Do we know what bar she works at? I would love to Let know. Let's find go it. find her. <laughs> yeah. Little field trip. Let us know, Genevieve. Slide into the show's DMs. Elise, thanks so much for coming. Thank you guys for An having me. I have so to, appreciate you'll it. You'll have to come back. Please let my audience know where they can follow you. Enjoy some of your uh, entertaining content. Oh, um, I'm on TikTok at the gills underscore and Instagram opposite at underscore the gills. The gills basically everywhere. Um, it's a good follow. Yeah. 
Good follow, guys. <laughs> please, please. The Nick Vial endorsement. Got that stamp of approval. It's Huge. Funny. Yeah. Thanks so much. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening, guys. Don't forget to send in your questions at asknickacastme.com. Cast with a K. Make sure to tune in uh, tomorrow for a fantastic episode with our guest, Alexandra Hunt, who is uh, a professional woman running for Congress. Is it Congress? Mm -hmm. In Pennsylvania. In Pennsylvania. Used to be a stripper. Love that. Now she's running for Congress. And what a fascinating story. We don't talk politics. We're not really, we don't, we're not going to talk about what Political she's, what she's running on. <laughs> but fascinating story. The, the, the stripper world is one uh, we haven't really talked too much about, but I think there's a lot of fascination behind it, uh, both with men and women. And it's, it seems to be a big part of her platform. And I came across her story and had our team reach out. And we're going to be uh, talking with her about her story. Uh, we're going to do another mediation call, talk some pop culture. It'll be a lot of fun. Be sure to check it out. <laughs> Until then, thanks for listening. Bye.